Like, I can really get into that. Like, all the lines. Oh, really? You got to memorize? <laughs> I'm there. I'm almost there. <laughs> it's so cute. I've watched movie like four times at this point. Damn, you at four? Yeah. Okay, so I could watch it tonight without finishing. <laughs> I'm at three. Three and a half, because they played it mm-hmm. at school this week, and I caught some stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I ain't watch it. I think it's one of those movies that even if, you know, you are not around kids or have kids, you still, like, enjoy it. Like, it's a good story. It's a good know? story. It's not like a baby baby, like, you're like, what's going on? It's a good story. I like it. Pixar be bodying those Latina culturals, boy, because Coco had me like that, too. Gee, I've watched Coco, I don't know how many times, too. Now, Coco had me like that, too, yeah. so... And the songs be hidden. That's the thing. No, Lin-Manuel. Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> he did what he had to do with this one. He did one. a good job. But, yeah, hello, y'all. Hello, hello, hello. How you guys doing today? This I is... Da- oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I thought you were going to oh. finish. Well, you took a long break. So oh, I, I was just breathing. Okay, <laughs> this is Damio. And I am Erica Mona. And this is... Cross-Culture. We're back again with another episode. It's another day. Another week. It is. How are you doing? How's your how was your week? It's Friday. What's the what was the highlight of your week? Oh, the highlight of my week. I did all the all the things that I wanted to do. Like goal wise. I feel okay. like I feel like I I accomplished most of my goals this week. I ain't really hit my fitness goals, but it's okay. We ain't done yet. I mean, it's always nice when you can be able to check off the list that you have. You know, like, I did this. Check, 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 check. Like, you feel productive. Exactly. You know, that's good. That's good. Um, What was the highlight of my week? What was the highlight of my week? I said a client's locks, locked um, locks on sometime, sometime this week, and she really liked it. Like, I always get good responses, but you know when you try something new for the first time? Mm-hmm. Um, and she wanted so it's like a different type of part and whatever. Um, and I'm used to using doing a different way. And she's like, "Oh, I love it." I'm just like, "Yes," you know. So that that always feels good. Like you feel accomplished. Like, yes, I'm gonna know what I'm doing. I'm doing it well. Like, look at you, the loctician. Okay, okay. Look, ten year challenge. Did you think you would be a loctician ten years no. ago? No. What, what's his locks? Excuse me. Like hair. Like I was never like interested or passionate about doing hair at all let on my hair I wasn't even like I never really did my hair that often like that you know what I'm saying like I wasn't a girl like you know like I'm always styling my hair like uh, no you know so definitely 10 years 10 years ago where were you 10 years ago girl 10, 10 years ago is 2012 right Ooh, we was already in college which is crazy yeah I wasn't at UIC then yet no yeah um it's funny because you know I have this theory that like we are already who we were meant to be. We just end up finding it. Mm. And I kind of feel that, like, you talked about locks a lot, though. Not in 2012. Yes, you did. You always said that you wanted locks. I remember not, you saying not, not in 2012. I did, but not in 2012. Okay. 
10 years ago no not in 2012 i, feel I, like I remember in college you talk about you yeah in college but i wasn't even in uic in 2012 i was still going to truman I know, but we talk now i i okay. you know i'm passionate about my locks so okay. I, I was talking about like i've liked always liked locks but i wasn't talking about getting locks in 2012 like i think that's when i even started like really wearing my fro out and stuff mm-hmm. um but yeah till t- t- 10, t- 10 years ago i was in nigeria on this time so that's the last time I went to Nigeria. Oh, really? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was right before, I think I was, because I know I transferred spring semester to, mm-hmm. so I think it was like right before I was about to transfer, I was in Truman, um, and I went to um, in Nigeria like around January. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like December, and I came back January something. So I think I was there for like a good three weeks. Oh, there you stay. Yeah, it was the last time, I said, I've been, that's the last time I've been there, so I need to go. But yeah, 10 years ago, girl, what, what was I doing? I was young, getting ready to transfer. You know, like, oh, I'm going to a real college now, <laughs> you know. I feel like life was so much simpler back then. Even though back then we felt like life was like, oh, my God. Isn't it crazy, like, how you think back in time and each time you're like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Now, this fourth grader told me today, my life is just getting so much harder now. Mm-hmm. I mean, she definitely had some real stuff going on, but yeah. also it's like. Oh, I know, right? I feel how you feel yeah. like at yeah. that age it did feel like it was a lot going on yeah and then um what was i don't know what i was doing 10 years ago i just remember being in school but i can't tell you anything about it was it my freshman yeah it was my freshman year of college yeah yeah like going to sex semester sex semester right yeah i mean shit it was nothing school regular lame man drama like i had no pivotal moment in my life yeah, this time. but back then it felt like it was no i just knew to let god please let this Hell time go because no. oh. it just was nothingness yeah wow mm-hmm. well i'm hoping you have something next something <laughs> very much something yes no but back then i just felt like i was just going through the motions I wasn't fully there. Yeah, it's quite interesting to see people's 10-year challenge back, you know, on Instagram and stuff. Like, some people, you see the glow up. Some people, it's just like, mm, like, I don't really see the glow up. But, you know. It's like, damn, 10 years ago, people was teenagers, bro. Yeah. We was like the teenagers that just became adults, but still teenagers. Uh-huh. Feeling like, oh, yeah, we're grown now. Mm. Anyway, let's get into it. Dami, how do we like to start? Oh. Sorry, we don't have to start like that. <laughs> I just need. We like to start with the hot topic. So, um, Kanye West has been hot in the media as of late. Okay, so we know that we went through the whole divorce, and he's dating this new babe. What's her name? Julia Fox. Julia Fox. First of all, who is she? Evidently, is she's she a model? an actress. I think she's a model by way of acting, by way of, like or actress by way of modeling. By way of IG babe status, whatever. Probably something of that nature. Yeah, because I never seen her in no movie. Maybe she she's some European actress. No, she was in that movie that Adam Sandler had that was like super popular on Netflix. What's that? Oh, uh, okay, called? okay. Yeah, I know the movie. I watched that movie. Yeah. Well, I watched that movie and it was a good movie, but she's not memorable. That she literally is like the main character. She's that's her. The the woman. But maybe I'm not talking about maybe it's another movie then. No, that is she just looks so different. With him being like a jeweler? Yeah. Mm. That's her. Julie, oh. she, just looks, she just looks super different. Yeah, that is her, though. Anyway, so they have been, you know, partying around social media, you know, even um, 
you know, the paparazzi, they're eating them up, you know, took a picture of them kissing and stuff. What's blowing me, because it's like he's doing the same things he used to do with Kim K with her. Yeah. Like, running out. I think what he do, he ran out, like, a hotel suite for her and had, like, brand new clothes in it and stuff. And it's mm. like, come on, like, switch your game up a little bit. Because we know you <laughs> you fashion game. and you want to, you know, upgrade your girls with their clothes. Like, come on. But anyway, that's what he's doing. Um, So... He bought a house right next to Kim K's house. Mm. And, you know, and people are saying, you know, that's weird. That's creepy. Like, right. you know, he's on her dick too much. Let her be. But he had an interview with Jason Lee, and he said the purpose as to why he has his house right next to her, because he just, he doesn't want to switch up, you know, too much of a transition or change with the kids. You know, like, even though mom and dad oh, not live in the same house, but, like, you could go across the street to dad's house. And you know what? I'm not mad at that. You know, I'm not I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that, you know, because regardless with the celebrities, we know they're constantly traveling, you know, so it's not like they're both always in the house 24-7, you know, like they all have, both of them individually have houses in different parts of the country, different parts of the world, different parts of California. Right. So I'm, I think I'm not mad at that. Like, you know, if they have, if it's during the holiday season, you know, like, oh, this holiday, you're going to be at dad's house. It's across the street. So that's quite convenient. I don't know. What are your thoughts? You think he's doing too much? You think he should buy a house in another place or what? I don't know why we be trying to act like Kanye is not erratic. Kanye West is not normal. I agree. And the shit that he does is erratic. And what Kanye's true gift in life is finding sense and normalcy in things that don't make no damn sense. Because it's like, he did not get that house for his kids. We because to what? To spy on her? Yes, because here's the thing. First of all, how how much are you home that it's really that big of a deal that you're like, oh, I don't want to alter the schedule. Boom. Mm. Secondly, it's already been proven that Kim has no problem being around you. Mm-hmm. Because when Virgil made his rest in peace, when that whole thing happened, even when you were doing the whole Donda thing, Kim she was, was with you. Yeah. So there's clearly not enough tension for her to for you to feel that when you want to come to the to the crib and be with the kids uh-huh. that you can't just be with the kids no but it's different with custody when the kids are in his place so it's not i don't think the issue is that oh he can't come to her house but that's how he's trying to make it seem like oh i want to be able to have proximity to my children yeah because you know I, I i'm not mad at what he's saying you know because he also said he wants to you know put the kids first their number one no matter how much of a superstar he is he even mentioned that, you know, when his parents separated, his mom moved from Atlanta. I didn't know he... Like, yeah, that's, that's why he be repping Atlanta. That's why he did the Donda in Atlanta. Uh, he moved from Atlanta to Chicago, and his dad stayed over there in Atlanta because of his career. You know, mm-hmm. he said he doesn't want to be that type of dad. Whatever. But I'm not. I'm actually not mad at this too much. Because, you know... You know, being a kid, like, you know, you grew up in two different households or, you know, parents separated. The traveling back and forth to a different city or maybe from the suburbs to the city or whatever it is, yeah. it be stressful, G. Of course. So it's convenient. It's like, daddy's house is across the street. Like, oh, shit, I forgot my shit. My mama says, let me just walk across the street and get it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that he had enough money to do it. It sounds yeah. good on theory, but Kanye is crazy because, like, okay, Kanye now is making music with the game, which I feel like, why? First of all, that's why the game? That's weird because the game definitely came out and made a whole thing about fucking your wife. So, <gasps> that's that weird. That is so true. That's weird. 
there already. Yeah, the cover art is weird. It's like a skin baboon or some shit. Yeah, it, it, it just look, I'm like, this is animal abuse, boy. Then he got a little bar at P. Davidson in there. I too. saw that. So it's just to me, I'm like, ain't this the same man that said he ain't never gonna make secular music again? The game is giving secular. Girl, the game is an IG babe. He be posting pictures of his dick print. Javion is an OnlyFans king to me. So but he got an OnlyFans? Girl, no, but he needs to the way he just be putting it on Gee, IG. You know, all these celebrities be on OnlyFans. Though. And it's like, why are you guys on OnlyFans? It's because, like, y'all don't need more money? Because they can't keep up their lifestyle. That's true. I mean, we, we just saw um, Soja Boy's OnlyFans. I mean, we ain't pay for it, but you know people but leaking stuff. That and right baby was that <laughs> two boys <laughs> swag. <laughs> Gee, wow! I'm like, oh, okay. Like, if I was into OnlyFans, not if I was into, you know what I mean. If I was attached, like, you know, if, I wouldn't mind paying a few two dollars money to waste. Right, that's just the facts. Like it, that, that is it. it don't it's if like I have money it's, to it's waste. wow. Like I'm like, no wonder this girls, because you know, naturally, yes, girls are crazy with celebrity guys. Like we know that because of the fame, the money, whatever, clout. But with what we saw, shit, what I saw with my eyes, I'm like, oh, I see, wow. Your own two eyes, right? I see, yeah, I see, wow. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, that's okay. that. What are you saying? You yeah, you're like, you. <laughs> that's what she said. You sure did, boy. I was like, what? I was just like, I wasn't I expecting it. I wanted to delete it yet. Let me, let me go look so I can give a live reaction. Oh, my goodness. I, I just wasn't expecting it. You know, because, you know, he's scrawny and stuff. But they do say skinny guys, No, they do though. say it's be the skinnies. They say about the skinny guys. Y'all go, it's, it's on Twitter. It's on Twitter. Mm, okay. I am looking at it now. Mm. What are your thoughts? It says OnlyFans.com backslash Soldier Boy. Okay. You, you, you giving people the website. I'm letting people know that. You int- what are your thoughts? Are you impressed? Do you approve? Is it Big Dummy? <laughs> big D approve? Is he giving Big Daddy Dummy a Lolo? Um, I would She's say fine. that Soldier Boy um, moved up a little bit on my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> he moved up the ladder? Hell no. Um, Bow Wow, he got to release something too because we already know what Omari doing. And What's so- Omari doing? Omarion, you remember that whole storyline on Love and Hip Hop that he was um, so girthy that he had to get Ooh. the C-section because he was hurt in April? Really? I remember that. I don't remember. I remember that clearly. Okay. Mm, interesting. Interesting. But yes, but you know what? Let's move on to the next topic. Mm-hmm. So um, in other celeb news, Cardi B has been going back and forth with blogger Tasha K. Um, now, I don't want to be the one spreading fake news, but Tasha K um, was out here alleging that Cardi B had herpes. Um, she, she actually said a couple other things, too. She said she was a prostitute mm-hmm. um, and other a multitude of other STIs. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, all of this has come back that it is not true. The tests have come back and revealed that Cardi B indeed does not, I got to make sure it does not, have herpes or any STIs. Mm-hmm. But now Cardi B is actually suing Tasha K. And she actually came out this week and said um, in her testimony that she felt suicidal over the YouTube YouTubers' allegations. She said only a demon could do this. She said that, like, she even at a point didn't feel like sleeping with her husband. She felt unworthy. You know, I'm not going to lie. Like, social media has become a really mean place, you know. And these bloggers, they take it to the next level. 
You know, I think that's why I credit like the shade room. The shade room reposting the tea. They they post stuff that even the celebrities post. You know, they post things right. that the celebrities do. That is already out there. Exactly. But people like Tasha, she's like an individual she who looks kinda for dirt. she looks for dirt mm-hmm. and then she makes it dirtier. You get what I'm saying? And it's like, okay, we have a podcast too. We talk our shit. You know, we give our opinions. But it's just another level when you just really want to just overly criticize demean and just talk so negative about somebody because it's just like why what, what is the point of shouting she has stis herpes whatever whatever what what does that serve you Honestly, know what i'm saying what why I do all of that i and heard nothing of this story until cardi started I, I, talking about i it. didn't either yeah. i didn't know about it but i think also because one is just not really in tasha's in world, yeah, yeah you know i don't feel a follow her as a blogger true uh, but she has a lot of high following. She does have a high following. She has a high following. And I just can't imagine as a celebrity, like, yo, talked about constantly, you know, no matter what, you know. But if you're just consistently attacked, I feel like one could get overwhelmed. I think it could become a lot. Like, even though, yes, you want to be a celebrity. But I know it's we say, like, oh, yeah, you signed up for it. But I, I didn't necessarily sign up to be so Girl, attacked want to know so damn much. suicide. Look, damn. no, Cardi saying what she needs to say. She's, she's saying what needs to be said. Man, for you don't to, think she was hurt? Hell no, Cardi B won suicidal over this. No, look. Cardi was not suicidal over this. <laughs> she It did not affect her sex life with Offset. All those things because that she... she you know what I think affected her sex life? The cheating scandals. Thank with, you. With him cheating her, her affected the with sex. Her Cuban doll on Twitter is what's affecting exactly. her sex life. Not with, not with this allegations. Now, that one I agree on. Like, come on, girl. You know. That girl. Sorry. Not the uh, not the uh, Birkin, the Birkin Beauty. She, I, they're talking about Birkin Beauty. She's 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 not suicidal over this. I think she definitely wants her vengeance. It's yeah. like you, because Tasha K went out of her way, yeah, to try to make it seem like whatever. But I yeah. think eventually she retracted it. Okay, and you know it is what it is. I just I think that. Not to say that Cardi deserves anything or whatever, but I think that Cardi often forgets. Or she often tries to talk as if this is not the same girl that was drugging men for money. Ooh, and not, I, ten, that's her 10-year challenge, boy. That's her t- you know what I'm saying? And it's not to say that she deserves whatever, but it's like, you know what it feels like to do whatever to get where you got to be. True. So, you know. I think two wrongs don't make it right, though. Two wrongs don't make it right. Like, I get what you're saying, but also, you know, you the same one that was, that was you did what you was doing. You was Instagram famous. You was doing what you had to do, too, girl. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Speaking of allegations, um, so we've briefly kind of mentioned this, but Trey Songs, he has been accused of rape by Dylan Gonzalez. So Dylan Gonzalez, she's a basketball player, you know, IG babe, you know, status, all that. And she actually made a post before, was it like by right by the New Year, saying, yes. you know, she Twitter saying he's it was a rapist. On the last day of the year. Exactly. Like he's a rapist, blah, blah, blah. So this time she went to details, not details about the rape. But um, she says that um, Trey Song sexually assaulted her. Mm-hmm. She said uh, sexual sexually assaults. So that's a plural. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said that she is forced to relieve relieve it in her mind and suffer like the long suppressed horror and unbearable PTSD of my rape. Oh, she was raped. Okay. <laughs> Not you reading it like that. On the air. <laughs> but she was no, it's not funny. Sorry. Oh, but sorry. raped by um by him at a well known Las Vegas hotel. You know, she's praying for, you know, support, strength, and all of that. Hope nothing for And me, she's requesting for privacy. Now Trey Songs has not said anything, but his team has responded saying that it's false. Now, my question is, what what do you how do you think celebrities who are accused of 
things like this, how do you think they should respond? Should they respond individually or should be their, their team? I think they need to respond individually. And I think that Trey, I personally feel that Trey songs, there is something in the water with Trey songs mm-hmm. because it don't make no sense that this is a reoccurring allegation. Mm-hmm. And to me, all I needed was Kiki to speak. When Kiki did what she did and said what she said, like Kiki was on the Breakfast Club, yeah, talking about this incident, yeah. And to me, I felt like Kiki this or, incident or her own incident. Well, I'm sorry, her own incident with Trey Song, yeah. So it's like to me, for for somebody of Kiki's magnitude to go this far, I don't think she's lying. And then Absolutely after that, not. it just became like a barrage of different incidents. I don't think everybody's lying. No, everybody exactly. can't be. It can't be all half truths. Trey not even that big anymore for people to want to bring not, you down. He not like, and he. he I, I'm not gonna lie. He giving me creep vibes. People think that because one, a man is a celebrity, or a man is sexy a, or attractive, yeah, of a certain status, so he find himself that oh, why why would he need to rape a girl? Like he can't force it, and. I mean, that would be the common sense thing to think because you're yeah. like, you know, women are already flocking to him. Shit, he don't need to have any major game. Exactly. But we now we all know that rape, sexual assault, molestation does not work work like that. It's about power. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I don't know what it is. It was a demonic thing that's in their mind, but it's it's abuse. It's one, you know, power. You know. Uh, I was talking talking about it with someone, and they were like, "Well, you know, also a girl should know that if someone like Trey Songs hits you up to come to my room at one a.m., you should know, like, okay, he ain't come calling for a conversation. Okay, fine, sure, but does this still mean I should be raped? I think this. Is the, I think we have also have to burst this bubble too. Of like, here's the thing: even if I come for sex, I didn't come for aggressive, rough. I didn't come to be raped. Sex. You know, and, and that's just the fact of the matter. Like, I didn't come for rapey sex. Like, I could still change my mind because I could get there and be like, you know, the you're vibe ain't there, the bro. Vibe ain't you know there. what I'm saying? Oh like, shit, I have a headache. I'm not feeling good. Like, yeah. my bad, G. You know, I can't do it no more. You know what I'm saying? It does not mean he has the right to rape me because yeah. I came here at 2 a.m. Because like, you know what happens at 2 a.m. Legs are meant to be open. Okay, they're not meant to be forcefully open, That's though. what I'm saying. Like, even if sex was on the agenda, it just, I didn't ask for forceful aggressive on um what's it called unconsensual sex Absolutely. i didn't ask for that Absolutely. so trey songs definitely need his surviving trey songs he needs his day in court <laughs> he needs his day in the sun like i'm sorry not that i'm a r kelly apologist or anything like that but i just feel like r kelly not r kelly apologist because that's a new time <laughs> okay r kelly all right no i'm not like one of that but i've always felt that r kelly is like is like bearing the burden of he's some, a scapegoat. He's a scapegoat he's for a scapegoat. shit that like everybody is doing in a different way. Of course, Whereas and like even people, same way. And same. And I feel like a lot of people feel like, oh, well, once R. Kelly gets tried for it, that is the that is the justice for all of this. But it's like, no, Tiger dated Kylie at fifteen. R. Kelly like, is the Jesus Christ of all the rapists, boy. He's dying for all their he sins. He died for their sins. <laughs> you know, for real. And that's what it's feeling like. He it's died like, for their sins. He in jail for all the R and B for all them R and B. Celebrities, yep. Hell no. I don't know, man. Like, all y'all is really, like, some type of way. So, yeah, I just feel like that's weird. It is. So, um, let's talk about some new stuff with the schools. So, there is this middle school, okay? There's this middle school that is offering shapewear to help young girls with their body image. Hmm. Okay. So what do you think about that, Erica, about um, 
helping women with their body image. It's, it's not helping women. It's helping girls. Middle school, please, you're a teacher. What age is middle school? Middle school is approximately youngest 11, oldest 14. And I get it that, you know, body image could start at that very at that very young age. Even younger. You know what I mean? There are seven, eight-year-old girls who already feel a certain way about their body, whether mm-hmm. it is due to the community, TV, friends, bullying, whatever the case may be. But body shapewear, I feel like we should get to the root cause of it, you know? Whether, okay, asking a child, what type of environment are you in? Okay, are you not... Is the child obese? Because obviously it's the bigger kids. Well, they did write a letter. Okay. They did write a letter. I'm going to read the letter. It says, body image is a perception of one's body and simultaneously a measure of someone's attractiveness. Female body image is a product of personal, social, and cultural experiences and often emerges as a desire to adhere to an ideal body shape. Girls are more likely than boys to have negative body image. This may be because many women in the United States feel pressured to measure up to the strict and unrealistic cultural beauty ideals, which can lead to a negative body image. Girls with a positive image are more likely to have good physical and mental health. Girls with negative thoughts and feelings about their bodies are more likely to develop certain mental health conditions, such as eating disorders and depression. Researchers think that the dissatisfaction with bodies may be part of the reason that girls, then more girls than boys have depression. And then it goes on to say um, some other stuff, and it ends with, we, the counselors of South Haven Middle School, would like to have an opportunity to offer some healthy literature to your daughter on maintaining a positive body image. We are also providing girls with shapewear, bras, and other health products, if applicable. Okay. Everything they said is fact. Yes. Absolutely everything. And I like that bra and, okay, minus the shape prayer and other things. Because I was wondering, like, okay, is that all like they passed out? But I still don't think that shape wear at that young age. Let's say you're passing out to college yeah. kids. Well, let me, sorry, let me finish. You mm-hmm. know, let's say it's college kids, fine. Like, okay, we grown, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. We are wear shape wear. But as I, as I was saying, I think, like, without all that, be, all of that being said, let's try to target the root cause. Okay? Obesity. Maybe the girls are bigger. Serve better lunch. You know what I mean? Help, you know, parents with the diets that they serve the kids. Also, this whole body image thing also has to do with the opposite sex, too. You know, also mm-hmm. educate the boys, too. Educate from a very young age on how to view bodies, to as, be accepting of different bodies, you know? It's be part of sex education, you know? Um, but the whole shape real thing, because I, I can't imagine seeing my 11-year-old, no matter how big she is, Putting high shape wear be uncomfortable now. Can I tell the truth? No, tell your own truth. It's a lot of girls that you don't know been wearing shape wear since middle school. That's sad, G. And I'ma tell you the truth is, especially as let me speak, let me get back into my big girl brain. Your big girl panties? No, real talk. Very literally a <laughs> big girl panties. Um I think that I almost wish it just sounds awkward because when you think of shapewear, you think of adult woman. I do. But just the fact of the matter is that most women yeah. only put on that type of weight in their adult age. Yeah. But uh, bigger women have that weight. Yeah. And there's nothing to help us keep ourselves together. Okay. There's because a lot of the time growing up big, it's like nobody teaches you how to carry yourself like an attractive bigger woman. Okay. There's a lot of just kind of like 
get into this box or just be left out. Right, right, And right. I think that the fact of the matter is a lot more girls, especially with the way that food and all type of things are these days, yeah. are their bodies are developing and changing. Super and they're, fast. And they're becoming bigger, younger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Obesity is on a, on, is it's on a, a rise. It's a real thing. Yeah. And even outside of obesity, hips, mm-hmm. you know, all type of different things. And just kind of like how to put yourself together. Mm-hmm. Like girls at 13, 14 are giving 17, 18 bodies. Okay. So you know what? I think when I think in shape, the way you say it, it's like, okay, packaging, put it together. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm thinking holding the fat and kind of, you know, make you not look fat. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just think, I think I'm seeing it in a negative way. Like, you're a fat girl, so you have to wear this shapewear. It's teaching them how to keep up with themselves. Okay. Because I think that there's so much stigma around being fat. Like, nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah. But it's like, sometimes I wish somebody would have reached one, teach one, like, okay, you big, let me tell you how to love and care for your body. Absolutely. But nobody teaches bigger girls that. And that's what I'm saying. Like, like that should have been part of the conversation, too. Which I think was what they were saying. That's why they said they gave them literature and mm-hmm, woo-woo-woo. Mm-hmm. But it's like, there's so many girls. Even the bra thing. Absolutely. At 30, I was wearing a 36C in sixth grade. Yikes. That's middle school. A 36C. And most grown women are wearing a 36C. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like. You know, a lot of women are so in denial about their children growing up that fast. They don't. Yeah. They let their kids walk around with, you know, training bras still. Yeah. And you it's know, like, come on, you know, like she's past this level. She's past it, but you know, people don't want to talk about the like my my kid. And sometimes as a child too, it's like you don't you feel ostracized. You feel like, damn, I got to dress in this way. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's normalizing. Like, girl, this is what looks best for your body. You know what? You know that I would take that, especially since you're talking from firsthand experience. So I would definitely take that because that's definitely a different point of view that I do not think about. I was just like, wait, what? Like, are you already like, shit, y'all body shaming these kids already? But because that's your experience with shapewear. But like Mm -hmm. me, I be seeing like, for example, I slid in a girl's DM the other day, (laughs) not on some real shit. Like, I was like, girl. You know how to package yourself. Please mm-hmm. tell me what shapewear you use. Uh, I definitely slid in a dude. Like, don't take this the wrong way. But you know, you look it's amazing all about the packaging. in the way that you put yourself together. Mm-hmm. And what shapewear are you did use? Did she respond? She said, girl, let me put you. It's just regular Spanx. Don't let these girls fool you. It ain't skims. Mm-hmm. It's regular Spanx. Okay. And I think that this is like a plus size to plus size. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how do you look like? Because that's the thing when you follow these curve models. Yeah. These bitches is fat like you fat. Yeah. What what they have advantages in is they know how to. They be knowing the angles. They know the they angles. Know their poses. They know how to rock. They so they know the bras to wear. They know yeah. the, the stuff to it. You know you be seeing some big girls. So it's like baby, ain't no jiggle in your wiggle. You know what I'm saying? Like you together. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. So like wiggle. I think that like mm. to learn that I often think like I wish I would have learned at a younger age how to like carry myself like a woman. Okay. Because those, those are womanly things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and not even necessarily womanly things, but just like as you said, as an attractive girl, more confident. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay, I'll give you that. I'll take that. I will take that. Good point. Well said, teacher, Miss <laughs> O. They call me Mama Hira. Oh, Mama Hira! I can't get over that. All right, let's get into some TV real quick. Um, so you know what? This is one of the names. I don't know if it's Jeanette or Janet, Janet Jackson. You know, Nigerian. We say it different ways. <laughs> In my head, that's what I think about. Like, is it Jeanette or Janet? Okay, but my accent. Anyway, Janet Jackson, she's having a documentary on Lifetime, and it's coming out January twenty eighth. It's mm. a two hour documentary, and it's just um, basically to celebrate her fortieth anniversary. 
you of know, what? Of her Jackson's um, debut album. So I guess one of her. Oh, her first album. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, she mentions that this is my story told by me, not through someone else's eyes. This is the truth. Take it or leave it. Love it or hate it. This is me. So is it going to be intimate, honest, unfiltered? I'm free to look into inside her record-breaking career, giving fans a front-row seat to watch the never-seen, never-before-seen footage and appearances of Jackson's family and friends and musical peers. I think I'll definitely watch this. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. That movie, movie. Jackson Family and American Dream, that movie so thorough to me. I don't need to, I don't ever need to You know, to see. I don't think I ever really watched all the... I know it was so long. I never yeah. finished it. No, that's definitely like a four-hour movie. So, Facts, but... Uh-huh. It's like so thorough. Really? I feel like I don't need a... This is the Jacksons. Like, I don't need another documentary. Mm-hmm. But I think this is just focusing on Of her. course, it's just Janet. I'm mm-hmm. just I'm just joking. Like, obviously, Janet has, has lived so much life. Mm-hmm. And that one, honestly, was more focused on, of course, Michael. Because it's okay. like... They, they did the whole Jackson thing, don't get me oh, wrong. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They show, they start, that movie started from when the parents met wow like that was how, that's why that movie so, so like the kids were like really abused and stuff the father was mean joseph i'm scared of joe jackson that's not my wow daddy. based on the movie no joe jackson that man is scary that man wow. is scary. he looks scary that man is scary i ain't gonna hold you joe jackson, <laughs> joe jackson is not to be played with he's scary wow um but i definitely think this would be cool like janet you know, I think we don't talk enough about how Janet has forged her own way outside of Michael. She sure that, has. That's she, a big ass star. She too. said, "I'm not gonna be at the back." Yeah, that is a big shadow. Imagine your brother is Michael Jackson, Jackson. and then as a woman too. Exactly, like literally the biggest star in ever. the world. Yeah, like yeah. so, and she's her own woman. So that tells you a lot about Janet Jackson. Absolutely. These new girls are doing things in music too. Okay. So let's talk about Miss Dream Doll. Mm. Um, as you all know, Dream Doll Tabitha, aka t- you know Tay's best friend from Bad Girls Club. Oh, she Tay's best friend now. I mean, that's Tay's boo. They're like, you know, they got the whole Pisces thing. Mm. Not more of his best friend than Ari, but like okay. one of his best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's been pursuing rap. She has, and she just recently was featured on Rick Ross's album on the song Wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle, and wiggle, wiggle. I like Dream Doll did what she had to do. Like she came through. You know what? She's been working hard and consistently hard. Cause you know we see diff- this different waves of you know female rappers. Like some won't be hot this little minute, then they go up down. You don't hear from them. But you see the upgrade. You see like the growth. Like she keeps getting better and she better. Keep getting better. You know, and the type of music gets better. The feature get better in the sense that it's bigger people like Rick Ross. Like oh, mm-hmm. when last did Rick Ross? Mm-hmm. Well, he had a song with, with Cash Doll. You know, but it's like when last did he have a song with a female rapper? And yeah, and still it's like Rick Ross. You know yeah. what I mean? She went from the Fabio foreign, not mm-hmm. five, not that Fabio ain't nothing, but it was I don't very know who Fabio is. Yeah, I'm oh, you sorry. don't know who Fabio is? Well, no. you know there there you have it. She went from the Fabio mm-hmm. foreigns to Rick Ross. So that's that's great. She doing her thing. I'm, I'm proud, I'm proud of, of her. I'm like, what other like Lotto too? She she definitely still doing her thing. Yeah, Lotto, but Lotto was on a show though. I mean, I, it was a jump. You know, I want to act like rap game did that much for her. She was definitely like 15, 16. Yeah. But it was like she still, she was always taken as a serious rapper. I don't think nobody ever thought Lotto wasn't a good rapper. Okay, yeah. I'm just saying the sense that she's also she been growing. consistent mm-hmm. and growing, you know. Um, you think Asian Doll been growing? Yeah, I mean, for a second, I'm like, who is Asian Doll? No. 
Now, listen, at this point, she's becoming a Twitter tyrant. That no is so strong. She's a Twitter of tyrant, Twitter fingers. That's all she does. She literally just tweets. Yeah, I'm like, girl, do you, like, I almost feel like she just wants to be Instagram famous. Like, first it was from Vaughn. Now she's just doing a lot of nonsense. She wants attention. She wants attention. She, she's doing anything for attention, and she sees she's not getting attention, so she's just getting crazier, and it's just... Not making sense. I'm not anymore. a fan of Asian Doll. No, no. I don't even. I can't even give you a single song. I cannot. That Asian Doll did. I cannot either. So. All right. Uh, so we have a topic for this week. You know, we had a topic last week, so we're coming back again, hot with another topic, and this is some like hot, hot tea, some juices. You know. Um. So we're talking about scandals. Scandals and different type of scandals, and we're talking about scandals in relationships, in marriage, in married life. Mm. So I came upon um, this blog, right, and they listed stories, actual stories from uh, married individuals talking about why they cheated or like their cheating story. So their extramarital affair story. Mm. I'm gonna read the first one. Um, he says, I work at the same organization as my wife in Texas. I have been working there for the past three years. But my wife, who just got there six months ago, got promoted twice right before my eyes. I am making 120K and she's making 250K already. I try so hard to hide it, but I finally told her about how her position makes me feel. How it makes me feel like I'm not doing well enough as a man. She changed it for me and that, and that caused a serious fight between us. I started seeing other girls because it, it now makes me feel like I'm the boss. Mm. I have dated more than four girls just this year. What are your thoughts? Well, it's giving insecurity. Yeah. Low self-esteem. Yeah. You know, weak. Yeah. That's that's not, to me, that's not an understandable reason to cheat. Yep. Because he says that because um, she feels like, he feels like he's married to his boss. Because she makes two fifty k, and it's like, gee, come on. He he never said she's not a good wife. Right. He didn't say, oh, she stopped giving him the cooch. But because her bank account, her check is a higher number, I'm gonna go fuck other bitches. That's just so lame. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, I mean, to me, that's a blessing in disguise. Leave that man. Yeah, you leave, think you him. leave him. Yeah, because to me, it's like you are the type of man that can't support my success. Absolutely. You a hater. You a hater. You're I'm going to be married to my biggest hater. G. I can't be married to my biggest hater. Because, you know, for me, when it's like when he told her about it, I'm like, so what do you expect her to do? Quit her job? Because if, if I am being promoted twice right before your eyes, that means I'm talented. That means exactly. I'm doing something right. That means I'm going crazy for me and our family. Okay. So it's like, to me, what, like, no, thank you for exposing yourself. Bye-bye. Absolutely. I mean, it's easier said than done, but bye-bye. But it just shows that, you know, it also shows that men cheating is just, it's for their ego. You know, it shows how weak they really are. Like, ego. I need someone to, like, you know, to, to be weak beneath me. To be beneath me, to stroke my ego. And my ego being stroked is by a weaker woman. You know, like someone weaker in the sense that she's not even up to level with my wife. I got it. You know I have saying? to be the one that is. Doing for her, I have to be the one that's caring for her. She has to rely mm-hmm. on me, and to me, it's like you don't fully trust me. Because yeah. what you're saying is you don't trust me to care for you and love you equally, and to still treat you like my husband, although I don't need you. Boom. Men be weak. boom, 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 boom. 
Okay, but men not the only weak ones. Let's talk about a woman. Mm-hmm. There's Esther. Esther is 36, and she says, cheating on my husband is something I never believed could happen. <laughs> Wait, this accent. <laughs> I'm sorry. The accent. Let me have That's it. your posh Niger. Continue. That's continue. my posh. Your posh Niger accent. Unfortunately, continue. I did in 2020. My husband and I were just average earners. Although we couldn't afford to buy everything we desired, we were neither hungry nor begging for money. My husband lost his job early last year, which caused a little hardship. I had to carry all the responsibilities for about six months, which wasn't a problem for me. My boss found out and promised to get my husband a well-paying job at his friend's company if we have sex. It was after we had sex, I realized the bastard didn't have anything to offer. I feel so ashamed, and I'm dying inside because I have betrayed my husband. Hmm. Is she a real one, though? Like, come on. Is she a real one for giving a pussy? cheating? Right. Like, listen, she like, I had to sacrifice for my family, G. No, is that even cheating, though? Like, real question. Is I mean, that cheating I, if I do it for you? <laughs> But it's like without the permission of a husband. Oh. That's what makes it cheating. Like it wasn't True. like, you know what? We're gonna do this together. You know what I mean? Like I know you're doing this for the family, but that's what Bird did in Soul Food. Oh. Yeah, if y'all ever watched Soul Food, uh-huh. that's what Bird was trying to do in a way. But wasn't it her ex boyfriend? One of her ex boyfriends, he had you know, he had to connect and uh-huh. she didn't have sex with him, but she flirted. Yeah. She, you know, she gave him a little attention. I mean, she a real one, though, because she's like, I'm going to give up the cooch to help my husband and my family out. I don't consider this cheating. <laughs> I mean, it's just unfortunate that she didn't tell him, but... Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, It's definitely unfortunate. Well, it, it makes it more unfortunate because... The husband didn't gain from it, too. Right. So now that like, you gave the cooch up for no reason, G. Right. It's like, damn. Now it make and you know what? Now it feels more like cheating. Exactly. Because you didn't get the end results. And it's like, damn, it's my boss, too. Yeah. Damn, Nigeria don't have sexual assault, sexual harassment. You know, this is coming a lot because this is really common in a lot of Nigerian movie things. Yeah. Where, like, the boss would be like, you know what? Let's just do it one night or let's have an arrangement and I'll hire your husband to... Be my PA or what, or be a manager or something. Would you do it? <sighs> like, you know, if you was in the same position, maybe you was doing it, your husband couldn't, he just couldn't get work. It's not that he wasn't trying, but he really just couldn't get anything. And your boss he, was like, I got the plug. You know what? I feel like I'll talk to my husband about it. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this is what came But you know to your husband going to say no. Your yeah. husband never going to, you know, he loves you and you're his. He's never going to say, go ahead, do what you got to do for oh, me to get the job. Like, you know, bust that shit wide open real quick. But you know, this could be great for him. Damn. That's why I say, to me, it's not cheating because this is ultimate this sacrifice. This sacrifice. This sacrifice it's for the family. Sacrifice. It's, 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 like it's sacrifice. It's doing this for you, for your success. Mm. And okay, how do you think the man would take it, though? My man would leave me. Like, even even like, okay, she did it. He gets the job. He's successful and blows up. How do you think she? he would take it? Do you think he'd be like, I'm mad, but I appreciate you, babe, because I won't be here without you? No, the man that I know that's in my life, no. Ooh, okay. Don't see it. <laughs> I didn't. Let me play something. <laughs> 
got some new sign effects. No, <laughs> this is very This is very embarrassing. Are you embarrassed? This is really embarrassing. This is not embarrassing. How? I'm saying the men that I know. You said in your life, bitch. Listen, that's what you said. You the, said the men that I know in my life. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to say. The men that I know I'm in sipping. my life, it would leave me. Period. They they not folding for that. Yeah, they're is, like is it because no. their egos can't handle it, or they're just that protective and obsessive. I don't want to say no. He's just playing. He's protective. Like, it's just protectiveness. Like that's that's mine right there. It's like no, like what what I look like, like so you think I'm gonna let you hold yourself for me to get a job? Like ain't nobody gonna have that over my head. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's a little bit of both. It's like no man is gonna hold over my head that he slept with my wife. Yeah, for me to for you to take care of me, yeah. and also my wife is not gonna prostitute herself for me. What if the other way around? Would you let your husband sleep with for me to get a job? Yeah, if I was working for Issa Rae, maybe. <laughs> And Issa Rae's like, listen, I need your man's dick. I'll be like, Issa, do what you gotta do, boo. <laughs> I got a taste of that, honey. If it was Rihanna, so I can get my deals and stuff. No, I'm like, for real, for real, for real, for real, for real. If it was Rihanna, I would ask, can I join? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm. Let's read another story. Another story um, from a man. All right, this is a little bit sad. Oh. After 10 years of marriage, I found out that my first two children are not mine. Damn. My wife's sister later revealed that the children are from my wife's ex-boyfriend. The DNA tests only show that my last born is mine. Mm-hmm. I was depressed and couldn't tell anyone what happened to me, including that snake that calls herself my wife. My story mm-hmm. changed to a positive one after I met my university ex-girlfriend. We dated for seven months while I was still married. I have now filed for divorce, and I am ready to take my relationship with my ex to the to the next level. He did what best serves him. Yeah, because that's betrayal. That's too cold. People that lie about the paternity of their children. Yeah, you know, I've never been in that predicament, and and I can understand how like it may seem like nobody has to know who's gonna know. But two kids, G. Two it's kids. like okay, the first yeah. one was like okay, damn, maybe it was a oopsie, like yeah. you know, I met my, like, I saw I my ex, and it was like okay, it was just you know, but it's like to the second one, it's like bitch, you you didn't even you give reckless. a fuck, you reckless, you got a cover story and you sticking to it, yeah, you you reckless, that that is heavy, that is, I don't, cool. yeah, I but do I don't know that. why he didn't say nothing to her though. Maybe on the divorce paper it should be like, and bitch, I know this kid ain't mine, cause he probably didn't want to explode their world, yeah. Yeah. You know, because I think that that is an explosion. Because I think that even though he knows his wife ain't shit, he don't want to do that to the kids. What do you think about the wife's sister? Is she bogus? Hell yeah. Yeah, it's like, come on, our girl. Why? Yeah. You should have just kept kept it to yourself. Dude. Yeah. You should have kept it to yourself. You kept it. But I get it. That's a big burden to carry. It is. That's a big burden to carry. And I think people don't think about that type of shit. Like, when you tell me... Certain type of lies. What you put on my conscience? Yeah, because that's I, so heavy. Yeah, and I'm watching this man being a great father. Being great, and then she, the wife Love probably is too kids. cheating. You know what? The wife probably is too cheating. That's probably what made the wife, the sister, be like, you know what, girl, you haven't learned your lesson. You're selfish. You don't even give. You don't even care about this man or the kids. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I know for a man, you know, have kids is like it's their legacy. You know, yeah. like you know, it's a big thing for them. Yeah. I read something too about I saw on Facebook and um, a man was telling his story of his father 
father was really good in baseball, but he ended up uh, in pregnant. You know, his girlfriend ended up getting pregnant, so he couldn't go pro anymore because he had to start working to get the kids. Damn. They had twins or some shit like that. Yes, later, when the man was grown, whatever, finally the kids were never his. It's like, you know, his whole dream. The man kid, so I'm committed suicide. Yeah, 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 yeah. The man committed suicide because this is like the life I could have had. Because I suffered, you know, I didn't go pro. I sacrificed. I suffered, you know, didn't go to school, whatever. Like, I want to do like the, you know, the ideal man thing, the manly thing to do. And then to find out they're not even my kids. So all my suffering was for what? I mean, of course, the love is there for the kids. But in actuality, I could have had a better life. He committed suicide. Cause like, how, where, where do I go from there? My life is wasted. So cheating like that is some cheating that is just is too deadly. That's a deadly cheating. Come on, it's deadly, especially when kids come into place too. It's too much. It's too I, much. I definitely think that when you start involving other people, cheating is no longer just cheating. Mm-mm. It becomes detrimental. I mean, cheating is already bogus. Yeah, but it's like when you start it's having. Levels. Other people have to be involved in your shit. Yeah. It becomes too much. It, like, yeah, yeah. All that, ooh, child. I can imagine what that feels like for a man. Yeah. To have a baby and it's not yours. Yeah. Because women will never experience that. Exactly. Because you carrying a baby. Because you carrying a baby. We'll never have that experience. Yeah. We'll never n- have a child and it's like, oh, is it mine? Is it mm-hmm. not? That's nothing we can go through. But like, for a man to. Be there to get invested, to do all that. And it's like, you have no stake in this. Yeah. Look, sorry. Quick another story. So on Instagram, this Asian lady is suing her sperm donor because um, she ended up finding out that he lied about his ethnicity, his job, his status. Because, um, you know, people choose those Truth, things. You yeah. know? So now she's like, I don't want the baby no more. Damn. It's an Asian lady. But what is everything else, though? <laughs> is it a black baby? Ah, that's what I said. No, like, it was I'm a sorry, black baby. What, what ethnicity is that different that you can't I mean, you know, in you know, Asia, they have the different, you know, they have, you know, they're really classist or classism. Like, the whole social casting that is That baby Kendra better be major, Korean. Major. <laughs> I don't, look. So she probably like, what? You're not part of the top, you know, ethnicity class? But anyway, um, but how would you feel if you found out that your man has a baby on you, G? Cause that's that's heavy too. I like to me. I like to think that that's one of my non-negotiables. Okay, okay. You know, I take a lot as we experienced last week on the episode. Um, but having a baby on me, it feel like yikes. You it feel like careless. you was reckless. Mm. Cause I'm like, damn, you was going, you was going raw. Mm-mm. Like you was going raw and ejaculate. Exactly. G. It's one thing if you go raw, but. Motherfucker, you pull out. Bitches, had you so excited you had pre <laughs> No, G, I'm thinking. Like, this is the things that go through my mind. Like, it was, like, was full-blown sex? Like, you was excited? Gee. Like, <laughs> like, you came. Baby, had you going? Like, what? Oh, yeah. Tacky. Tacky. It's like, uh-uh, no blanks. Straight swimmers. Ah, <laughs> uh, not straight uh, swimmers, uh, G. It's gonna, it's gonna hurt me. Mm-mm-mm. I think we have one more story. You want to read the next one? Oh, I'm sorry. That is me. All right. So let's read this story. It says, I have a high sex drive, which my husband knew about since we started dating. During our relationship, we have sex at least 15 times a week. Damn. When he relocated to Abuja, I usually visit him from Lagos every weekend. And all we do is wake up, eat, sleep, and have plenty of sex till I go back. We married in 2019, and our sex life was still good. 
In 2020, my husband changed. He started complaining about my sex drive and how tired he feels all the time. After depriving me of sex for a week, he ordered sex toys for me online, which I found very useless because I'm not a fan of it. Long story short, I have anonymously paid a relationship blog to help find a guy who would satisfy my sexual needs. My sex life has been top-notch for the past two months. Damn, bitch, is it an advertisement out here? Girl, 15 times a week. That ain't a lot. A week? That's not a lot. That's average like twice a day. In a seven-day week, that average is like twice a day. Twice a day every day? Yes. So you can have sex twice a day every day? Yeah, if I'm really about it with Girl, my man. Oh, me. Oh, me. Oh, me. Oh, me. Oh, me. I'm telling you. I'm finna play one of this. Just because I want to. Good night, bitch. <laughs> I'm telling you, I can't. Like, if I'm really on my... Because look, what's the morning to the night? And what type of sex are we talking? Just to ejaculate a bee orgasm. Is it ejaculate with women? What do we? I mean, I feel like it's not just cum. That's just vulgar. What do we? What's our orgasm? Sign? Okay, to orgasm. Okay, orgasm. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. So you're saying twice a day, yeah. every single day. Period. Yeah, G. Erica Captain G. I'm going to release our text messages. Oh, God. We was just now, talking about this. And bitch, we, we literally agreed on at least once a week, bitch. What are you I talking said about? on the minimum. I said if I'm being like, oh, I'm trying to work with my man. Twice a week. Me twice a day. And you have school. You're a teacher. You're so going you to school. To say? No, but no, because we're not no. saying we're not saying on vacation. Okay. okay. We're saying you still have everyday life to live. You have school. Okay. We're you're a teacher. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. You're also in school. Okay. You have this podcast. Period. You have to commute. Yes. You go to your mom's house, your okay. brother's house. Like you still have your daily whatever. Mm-hmm. And you have the energy to be doing twice a day. Ideally. And where you are satisfied though. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what kind of Jeez, vagina she has. Oh, oh, God. Erica wants to wow. exaggerate. Mighty vagina over here, bitch. <laughs> Erica from the cat. <laughs> so you from the act like a quickie I, don't be six minutes. You oh, trying to tell me 12 minutes okay. of your day is too much? <laughs> Gee, 12 minutes of your day? <laughs> You don't really make it seem like it's exaggerated. That's why when she is. But I'm sorry, I don't be lacking no six minutes. It's your husband. You know good and well with you and your husband. It's gonna be sometimes you waking up. Oh man, we gotta go to work, but we in the bed. All right, let's just do da 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 da. Then that's that's early in the morning. I'm sorry, I'm finna pull the mama card. I ain't ain't got. I don't have to be going to work five thirty in the morning. You trying to tell me at five a.m. I'm a mama. I, I, I don't have. I don't have the opportunity. Them not two different windows for you. We co-sleep. Baby sleeps in the bed. Okay, you. but that's life. She, I thought we were talking about ideally. Ideally. Are we talking about life or because ideally? I, I'm, you know, no, you, the reason why I say even ideally, I can't do twice a day every single day. Oh. I can do twice a day some days. You know what I'm saying? You know, maybe twice a day, Monday and Wednesday, we do twice a day again. Mm-hmm. Fine. I can't do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday again, uh, uh, twice a day. Vagina needs a break. Because sometimes, even with just one hour or 40 minutes sex, the vagina be so. I'm talking about my own personal <laughs> experience. Sorry. Sometimes it's like, okay, whoo, that was a, you know. Or mm. sometimes, I do need more than 6 to 12 minutes to can't, to warm up. 
So I can't always do quickie. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I said, you also have to be in a mood for a quickie, too. Because sometimes you want that relaxing sex, and you need more than six. We talk about this, G. So, Erica. We need about 10 minutes to warm the coochie up. Erica Mona. Yes. You come every time you have sex? <laughs> no, I don't. Thank you. But I'm <laughs> That's even thank you. No, but I am saying to warm up. To warm up. To warm up. Come on. I don't like, oh, because for the sake of quickie, it's dryness and it's old because we want to do quickie. I, for me... Even if I don't come every time I want to have sex, I still want to be satisfied. So you trying to tell me your husband not going to get you moist? No, it's not about him. It's also it's about my bunny. But no, sometimes the coochie going to be for listening, me, G. For me, just being around like my husband and being like, mm, you smell good. But I'm just saying, sometimes the coochie has a mind of her own, G. She definitely does. You know what I'm saying? Like, we talk I about mean, this shit, can G. we agree? 15 times a week. Let's agree that 15 times a All week I'm saying, is the, excessive. She it's got a lot. high, she got she high sex drive. She definitely has a high sex drive. But if you know that coming into the relationship, yeah. he, is it your duty to satisfy that? Hmm. Yes. I'll say yes, mm. and they should meet each other halfway. Because they should meet each other halfway. On the, um, what's that shit podcast? The DeVals, the DeVal Ellis and Kadeem oh. Ellis. Oh, the, um, the, the Deadass? The Deadass podcast. Uh-huh. They were, he, he has a viral clip talking mm-hmm. about how women ask for monogamy from men but can't handle it. Yeah. Because yeah, men, because yeah. t- typically we hear as men that have the high sex drive yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so on and so forth. So it's like when we hear men say it, it's like, well, at the end of the day, you're supposed to be committed to me. Yeah, yeah. Is it enough of a reason to feel validated in cheating? I wouldn't say validated in cheating, but it's enough of a reason to know, for both parties to know that, can we get married? You know what I'm saying? Because sex is an important, it's a very important part in relationship. No matter how we want to say, oh, we want to be spiritually, emotionally, mentally committed, financially committed, but the sex part got to be hot. You know what I'm saying? But if it's too hot and you know that you're not someone that can really handle, I feel like he didn't keep it real with her. I feel like he was frightened and he was waiting. He was thinking like, when we get married, it will calm down. That's what he was thinking. Yeah, he thought we're live. You know? And motherfucker, you do be tired, you know? And he's like, you know what? Especially when kids get in the mix. Exactly. Or you working, trying to build your career or whatever. It's like, and I can can also think about the men's part too. Maybe put G. Maybe put it in work, G. I mean, no, listen, no, 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 no. In the sense of that, like, bitch, me, I cannot be in that missionary position. I'm the one pushing. Girl, my back will go out. My thighs will go out. Like, a man that could keep going, that's stamina, G. Come on. Now, I mean, we, and I'm not talking about, like, oh, the stroking of the penis or him having rhythm or knowing what you to do. You just standing. Oh, girl, boom. <laughs> but no, I'm just saying, like, come on now. Think about it. You know, let's say, you, can you, okay, can you ride a penis for a good, a long, a good amount of time? I can how, what is your time record? My time record is six minutes. Six minutes? Just six minutes. And, girl, and, and I think sex six minutes okay. is real life 40 minutes. Damn, girl, I'm sorry, but what's going on, G? And, <laughs> no. I'm not going to release the text messages. Oh God! I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna okay. do it. It's because of the. It's the love. Okay. No, no, no. What's with? No, no, no. I agree. I'm not. If, I'm not trying to stunt. I'm not trying to stunt. No, 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 no. But my point is, say you said six minutes. Okay, um, yeah. we're, we're just saying just you. You writing yes. for six minutes. Yes. Fine. But men, because sometimes you know we could have sex for twenty minutes and we're like, then that shit was weak. But the <laughs> fact that. that. You know what I mean? It could be, all, you know, it, sometimes it's not necessarily like the time frame. Sometimes we do need a little bit longer. But my point is to say that for them to be in that missionary position, 
But that's you be maybe I'm maybe I like missionary. That's what I'm saying. Not all the time, but I just like girl ball. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Let's switch it up. <laughs> it's getting too personal. <laughs> No, what I'm saying, maybe I'm, I'm talking from experience, I'm just saying kudos to him, boy, because it's like, oh, my th- I mean, my thighs, I give just, kudos. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, listen, man, y'all, y'all know I'm on your side. I'm saying kudos to y'all. Y'all, like, you, it's like, you push your position now. Erica Come on, boy, and now she the boy advocate. You guys, boy. I am, G. I, I had a boy, My son to be a great man. I sure hey, am. Eric gonna let you know she a boy mom. I am boy. Mm-hmm. Wow, nice advocate. <laughs> um. Okay, but back to the original conversation. Does this good give reason to cheat? I think that there is something to be said about knowing your partner's needs mm-hmm. and not fully meeting them. Yeah, yeah. Because it's kind of like you know, all, all jokes aside, it's like. You knew this about me before. Yeah. And you knew because that's something that's so serious to me. Mm-hmm. It's something that's enough that may make me stray if I find it in other places. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's the thing about cheating that we don't talk about enough. Mm-hmm. That it's like, you, need, you know me so well that you know what's important to me. Yeah. Like, for me, what like, like what's something that could make you cheat? I mean, of course, we all say, oh, I would never cheat. But what is something that's important enough to you that if you weren't getting it in your relationship and someone else was offering it, you may cheat? I think a a lazy man. Mm. If you're a man that you're lazy and that you're not doing anything to better yourself, better our family, it will make make you unattractive to me. It will make me feel, ugh. Facts. Yeah, I'm saying disgusted. I ain't gonna lie. A lazy like man mm-hmm. that's just like you sluggish, G, mm-hmm. you know. And I see a man who looking good. He grinding. My eyes will shine. Mm-hmm. I can't lie. Now, not to say I'll you know cheat, but it's like that's something that'll make my eyes wonder. For real, you know. For real. But it's about having discipline to not make it happen. For real. For me, it's attentiveness. Okay. I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I don't want to call myself an attention whore, but from your man, you are. You want him yeah, to give you attention. like I, that's like my top requirement of a man. I love a man to. I like to feel like my man is obsessed with me. Mm-hmm. If I don't feel like my man is obsessed with me, I feel like you don't like me enough. Mm-hmm. That is my toxic. Trait. And what type of obsessed? Because I, I feel like I see this a lot on social media. I want a man to be obsessed, but it's like okay, that shit could get crazy real quick. Like okay. it's a thin line. To me, I like my man to want to talk to me all the time, to want to be around me all the time, to want me in with him all the time. Like, all, if, when, what do you mean all the time? Like when you when we not together, it's because we know. No, circumstantially, we can't be together right now. Damn, don't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. No, but it's like obviously you got work, you got real life, so we can't be together. But it's like, but can he go out with friends? Of and course, stuff? yeah, yeah. You can go out and do your thing, but it's like I want you to still like in the back of your mind, like my favorite time is with me. You okay. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Every, everybody needs they look because I need my time, with my mm-hmm. girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love my band, but I need my time, with my girl. Okay, but it's like. Still know that your favorite time and your best time is with me. Absolutely. I agree with that. Like, like you still want to come be with me. Of course. Yeah. Like, I like the, I go with my girls and I go home to you afterwards. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. that's my favorite day. So, it's like, yeah, that's the type of obsessed I like. So, for me, if my man not giving it to me, I'm feeling like, 
okay, I'm talking to, I'm trying to reach out to you too much. You're not reaching out to me mm-hmm. equally. And another man hit me, good morning, beautiful. Da, 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 da. I'm going to start looking to the side. So, so, so small attention will just get you. Yeah. Wow. Don't get caught lacking. <laughs> so this brings me to our next question. Um, Who cheats better, men or women? Women. Mm, why so? Women, we're more discreet. Okay. <laughs> we're more discreet. Okay. Men, they... They be sloppy. They be so scary. Okay. That's what get them caught up. Men be so scared to get caught. They really not built for cheating. They, They're not built for cheating. They cheat. They cheat because society and culture has made it accessible for them. But men really be scared to disappoint their women, so they cheat. So like, I'm not gonna. She's never gonna find out. Women, we cheat so seamlessly. It's like I can do because we can naturally multitask. So it could be like I can still satisfy him in this little dumb shit, and I can get what I need from him. I don't think I agree with the statement of men not built for cheating. I think, yes, they are actually built for cheating. I think many men, most men, um, cannot do without cheating in the sense that, they, you know, as we've just said those stories, men, people, you know, just cheat for various reasons, whether it's just I want to have another coochie on the side or whatever. I'm beginning to think that it's almost an innate thing. I think it's an innate, a natural thing for men to think about other vaginas. like For facts, because that's how they were raised. That's what I mean. I mean no, I don't even think about race. I feel like biologically, naturally. Do you think so? Uh, absolutely. At this point, I definitely do think so. You know, because also as a woman, I see men, I'm like, ooh, he's attractive. I wonder if he's packing. As we saw you know? with Soldier Boy. <laughs> okay? You know, so I think as human beings, we naturally do think or fantasize about other people sexually. We naturally we naturally do, we, we are naturally sexually attracted to other people too, mm-hmm. you know? But it's just about you taking the action. You know what I mean? Like, do you have the discipline, you know? And I think maybe men, I'm not sure. Hey, I'm not a biology, whatever. Um, but I feel like maybe men, because just, I just feel like men just have a little more of it for them to be like, hmm, new coochie. Hmm, I want a taste of it, and I'm going to go get it. No matter how sloppy they are, or no matter how smooth they are in getting it, you know? Um, I do agree that women, when we do cheat, it's, it's sneakier, it's cleaner, you know, hence the woman being able to have two kids, gee, two kids on the yep. same man, yep. you know what I mean? Like we definitely be on some more sneaky shit. When I say men are not built for it, I mean the men don't have the finesse for it. Okay. Yeah. Cause it's like, I feel like because society has taught men that it's something that's part of them, mm. they yearn for it mm-hmm. and they do it. But I think that like naturally men don't have the, like, skill to cheat well. And, you know, what I question is that when we say society, who is society? Uh, society is everybody. Okay. You know, even us. Because even us, we have the mindset that, like, men will cheat and men are going to mm-hmm. cheat. You know what I'm saying? Like, even us having that mindset yeah. is society accepting that. At some point, men, you know, they're going to have their day and... It's just part of manhood. And, and I do agree that sometimes society do create, formulate some things, you know, but it has to originate from somewhere. It had to come from somewhere for that general, that generalization to be a major and major thing to today. So because when Adam this is was not just, Eve, he was waiting for Sarah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, oh, I'm like, well, Adam, Adam and Sarah come in the... Because that's what I'm saying. It's like men naturally want other women. Uh, and... 
The reason why I'm saying this because it's a global thing. It's an all cultural thing. It's not just a black thing, African thing, it's a white male thing. Culture. It's a complete male culture where it's like this being with another woman or being polygamous is, you know, so like, and even when you do think back, you want to take it back to the, you know, biblical 200 It's just because women get pregnant. To me, that was, that's the divine. What do you mean? It's like when women become pregnant, mm-hmm. You know, depending on how your pregnancy is, you may or may not be able to satisfy a man in the same way. Uh huh. So because we have that period, or oh, you saying that's why? That to me, that's innately why men get this, get this whole, you know, originated past of being with multiple women. Because it's like men don't get to me. That's what I attribute it to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That like when when women become pregnant and they got to do what they got to do. I think it was just kind of like. Well, you as a man, you ain't going through nothing. You go figure out what you got to do. Because it's like the idea that men could have everything was always rooted in manhood. Mm-hmm. That like men are deserving of everything because they are the man mm-hmm. of, the, of the house. So to me, it's like when a man has a woman and your woman gets pregnant and your woman technically. So like she's pregnant. Let me hop on another she one. She can't please you in the exact same way because of mm-hmm. that. You as a man are still deserving of whatever you need as a man. So you can go on and get what you need from another woman. Like, it don't got to be this woman. I don't know, man. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, that's definitely a whole other topic. I know, right? That's like... Um, do African men cheat more? Because, you know, we hear about the mandigos and stuff. We hear even, like, you know, black women who date African men, they be like, they are cheaters. You know, Facebook group we're in, um, some lady asked, like, um, what are your thoughts on African men? And people were dogging, uh, gee, people were dogging <laughs> African men. Like, you know, they may be good and all, but they like, good dick, but can't trust them. <laughs> okay. Or like, they got a family in Africa. And that's true. That's- so do you think Af- African men cheat more? I don't think African men cheat more than European men. Okay. Or any other culture. I think that just because we black the eth- the ethnic part of black people search African men or mm-hmm. you know Jamaican or whatever men, but yeah. I don't think that that's unique to African men. I think that is a uh, innately cultural thing. Yep. Like outside of America, mm-hmm. that is part of like a lot of cultures things where men can just men date like that. Okay, uh, that's a good answer. My last question: Can you be sexually satisfied by one person for the rest of your life? So like, okay, you're dating somebody right now. And if y'all move forward to marriage, do you think as from right now to the end of your life, whether it ends at the age of 80, 90, 100, is he going to be enough to satisfy you? As a Scorpio, yes. What does Scorpio have to do with this? Scorpio, I'm very loyal. I would just because like... Is your coochie loyal? Yeah, because once I've fallen in love with you, once I've dedicated myself to you, once I've committed, mm-hmm. I'm committed. I'm not going. What, I about, just, what about moments you fall out of, out, out of love? Because it happens in relationships. Once I marriage. fall out of love, mm-hmm. we out of love. So. so does that mean you're going to cheat? It means it's open I, now. Oh, because I do believe that in marriage, you're going to have different phases where like you're super in love, where you guys are recommitted to each other. Hence mm-hmm. the whole like, you know, for the most thing part, people do. I would not cheat unless like, like if I really unless cheat, it's over, it takes a lot for me to cheat. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, even if I'm not in it, I'll just say it. I'll let you know, like this marriage isn't doing it for me. So anymore. what can be done to make sure that one person satisfies you? I think keeping the spice in that relationship at all times. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like even if it's just something as simple as like, you know, f- 
figuring out spontaneous times to have sex. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily the sex, because sex is always going to be sex. It's always going to be the same. It's yeah. always going to be sex. It, even if it's new penis, it's, it's, it's the same too, shit. Yeah, it's just yeah. like you're hitting that one spot and woo, woo and boom. Mm-hmm. But it's how you get to it mm-hmm. that makes it exciting. Yeah. It's the that's why people yearn for fresh sex because it's yeah. like it's a new experience new of getting experience. to it. Yeah. So it's like it's how you get to it that makes it fun. It's like yeah. if me and my man and I'm in the house and he's like, you know, sometimes just coming home from work and being on me, mm-hmm. that's sexy. Yeah. It's like ooh. Or he texts me like, hey, listen, you know what I want to do one day? I want to like you know, text and be like, hey, meet me here. You know what I'm ooh. saying? Like you know, whether it's at a restaurant or a ho- no, I just want it to be a hotel. In. I want to be a whole, like a nice hotel that has like a bar, you know, and I'm like, meet me here, boo boo, this is my Would location. Would y'all pretend to not know each other? I want to do that too. That's nothing I want to do. Like, I want to have a wig on, maybe, you know, like, I want to like, you know, have a different look. You know what I'm saying? Wig. Yeah, like have a look, a wig on, maybe some contact, just to like spice it up. Oh, like, I'm the, I'm the same woman, but I'm a different. Like, I want to, how would you spit your game at me? Like, let me, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I like, do like that, spit that woo, game. Woo me, woo me again in a different mm. way, you know? But I want to send a text like, yo, meet me at this location, this way I'm at. I have this sexy ass red dress on and buy me a drink and we go from there. You know me, I like being a big daddy. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, how are you, big daddy? Tell us, big I daddy. I like control in a way. So, like, if I'm going to spit the, I will spit the game at you just for a little bit. Let me hear your game. How you, how, how you spit a game? I'm sorry, how do you spit a game? Like, you know, Ooh, to a man. What is I'm it? Because you know what, I can see I'm lacking. I be shy. I talk so much shit, G. G. I talk so much shit. But when it's like time, like. I be shy, G, and I don't want. To, I want to be able to be like. I just say whatever is on my mind. Okay. Like literally, I just say whatever's on my mind. Like I just be like, you know what? I'm gonna be real with you. Mm. I'm attracted to you. Okay. And I want to see what happens with that attraction. Mm. And you know, I'm willing to let you take the lead, but I am curious. Okay. So you know, how do you want to begin? Okay. I just be honest. Okay. I don't play these games with men. <laughs> I like this. Okay, maybe you coach me through it. Yeah. Coach me through it. Whatever you need, I got you. I'm going to lay big girl. Okay. You want to bumba? <laughs> I want to chew with the big boys. Hey. <laughs> All right, y'all. Ooh, that was a good one, dude. That was a good one. Um, That's pretty... I mean, hey, you know what? Final thing I want to say about this cheating thing. I don't know if it was Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle. Talked about new pussy and old pussy, right? Mm-hmm. And he basically said that as men, we want new pussy, right? But, you know, the old, old pussy be loyal, you know? And then mm. when new pussy doesn't cook for you. New sure pussy don't, don't take care of you when you're sick. Sure new do pussy not. don't hold you down. Sure do not. You know, so it's like you end up running back to the old pussy. Mm-hmm. Just know, figure out how to make that old pussy feel like a new pussy. How they do that? Spice it up. Men, tell us. How do y'all do that? Spice it up. How you make old to new? Shit, spice it up. You know what I mean? Like, the same shit you said. Mm. Anyway, I think that's pretty much it for this topic. I mean, y'all tell us. Is cheating a thing for you? Would you cheat? No judgment. I know cheating is a deal breaker for some people. Yeah, just tell Is it a deal breaker for you? It's not for me. I ain't gonna lie. We discussed it a little bit. I mean, it depends on the type of cheating. It depends, yeah. To me, a child... I'm going to just step to the side. 
a child, a, a, a family member, a close friend, a friend. It's, it's, it's levels. Yeah. yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. But yeah, let us know, y'all. Is cheating a deal breaker? What, what cheating stories do y'all have? Mm. You know, shit. Give us a tea. Y'all know our social medias. Tell us. All right. All right, you guys. So let's get to our favorite segment of the week. Let's talk about it. So you guys know that COVID has been running around these streets mm-hmm. and ain't nobody trying to catch COVID. Um, so our a little of the week comes from a Texas mother who did a little too much not to catch COVID. Mm. Let's give her the drop. An Alodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Alodo Rabata, goof ass. So a Texas mother is facing criminal charges after she allegedly stuffed her 14-year-old son in the trunk of her car because she did not um, want to catch COVID. He tested positive for COVID-19, and she didn't want to put herself at risk for getting it. Sarah Beam, 41, literally put him in the trunk and took him with her to a drive through coronavirus testing center in Houston on January 3rd. And basically the drive through the people at the drive through center, they heard like a pounding on the trunk. They heard like muffled voices. Heard, yeah. And that's how like they tore to open her trunk and they saw him. Then they called the police. It's like, girl, come on now. Of course, she's a white lady. Sorry, just had to say that. But it's like, really, G? Really? You see, putting your child. For me, I'm like, I don't care what disease my child may have. Why would like what? Ordinary COVID. It's like, girl, you don't know what COVID like. You didn't do like what? She act like this is a flesh eating disease. Gee, like he had leprosy or something. Like it's like literally gonna kill me if we in the car together. But in a trunk though, that's a lie. I just would have left my kid at home or wear a mask. Get you a K ninety five. Gee, wear the whole suits. Yeah, the whole white everything. A hazmat suit. suit. Like, yeah, if it was that deep for you, put your kid in the trunk, bro. You people be weird out here. Girl, Weird. Speaking of which, random thought. I just wanted to give a quick rest in peace to Derricka. She's a popular Chicago hairstylist that was actually gunned down in Inglewood oh, last night. Oh, I heard about that. 29 years old, three months pregnant. Um, yeah. I just wanted to tell everybody, please again, put the guns down. Please, please, please. Mm, it's mm, very mm, sad. Mm, mm. Um, you know, I don't want to bring the energy down, but I just want to always acknowledge that, like, Black women are victims to to gun violence as well. And please put the guns down because it just is unnecessary. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty sad. Let's go to our Care for the Culture. Who do we have for our Care for the Culture? Our Care for the Culture this week is Joey Crack, also known as Fat Joe. <laughs> um, unfortunately, there was a um, fire in Bronx, New York, um, and that fire took place on, I believe it was like January 10th. Um, And what happened was there was a space heater fire in an apartment in the Bronx. And this apartment building is inhabited by a lot of Gambian immigrants. Um, Mm -hmm. There was 19 people dead. Mm. um, And nine of those people were children that died. So our Care for the Culture Fat Joe has actually been raising a lot of money to help these people find somewhere to live because obviously these people are homeless now. I can't imagine. Like, They're like immigrants. Fire. They're yeah. literal immigrants. They don't have papers. They don't have a way of life. And if anybody has ever been an immigrant, you understand how um, securing one thing is very important. Yeah. Because you do not have access to continue yeah. 
to apply. Your resources are limited. Your resources are very limited. Absolutely. Um, so for this to happen is just an extreme travesty. Mm. An extreme travesty. And it hurts me a little bit more to know that these are African immigrants that were um, impacted the most. And some Nigerians were there, too, were included. Nigerians. Yeah. So prayers, prayers, prayers up to everybody that was affected by that. Absolutely. Especially in this time where it's like 5 degrees, 10 degrees. It's extremely it's COVID, cold. You know, it's a pandemic. It's a lot. Yeah. So um, thank you, Fat Joe, for caring about the Bronx. I think a lot of people rep New York's and for nobody to have done anything. Shout out to you. Awesome. That's what we're talking about. Community service, caring about your people. I believe you have the platform, you have the resources, you have the money. You got to do something. Yeah. You know what I mean? You you just have to. And if you want to <laughs> donate, go on his page. The links are still up there. All right. Uh, I think we had a good conversation today. We did. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I just have a little quote of the day, and it's quite simple. Uh, we hear this a lot. And it basically says, cheating is a choice, not a mistake. So ain't nothing like you slipped on a dick or you slipped in the coochie, G. You made that choice. And keep the shit spicy. All right now. And this is Cross Culture. And that's why coffee's for grown-ups. My DFF on her mood affects the weather. When she's unhappy, well, the temperature gets weird. My Theo Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. They say he saw the future One day he just up here And that's why mom would get that Here's her deal Familiar with a meal Her recipe is a remedy If you're a pest, imagine how I feel, mom Welcome to the family, Madrigal The home of the family, Madrigal Hey, coming through! I know it sounds a bit fantastical and magical But I'm part of the family I fell in love with family, Madrigal. And now they're part of your family, Madrigal. See if you feel it's magic.